Second John, verse 8. There's only one chapter. Second John, look at verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. Now, there are a great many church people, church-going people, that don't abide in the doctrine of Christ. I've met people that say they're Christians who are homosexuals and lesbians. I have met people who say there are Christians who are fornicators. There are many people who say they are Christians who do not abide in the doctrine of Christ. But the ones that abide in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that biddeth him Godspeed is partaker of his evil deeds. If you say to one of these people, have a good day, and he goes out and commits fornication, according to the Apostle John, you are judged as a partaker of his evil deeds, forbidding him God's speed. That is not taught in any church I have ever attended, but it is in the Bible. The doctrines of Christ are in the Bible, especially the New Testament Bible. And that's in John chapter 3. I'm very careful about wishing anybody well because of this. If I wish a person well, it is because that person has demonstrated to me that he has the Holy Spirit and follows the Holy Spirit. For those who follow the Holy Spirit of God are the sons of God. That's Romans chapter 8, verse 14. We'll look at another scripture here on this subject because there's a scripture in James which says, a friend of the world is an enemy of God. A friend is someone who gives assistance and support to the world in that which they are doing. Let's look at James chapter 4. There is a woman in our neighborhood who's probably a lesbian. She came to me one day, and I had some tennis wristbands that are bright colors. I use them to put on my wrists. Both my wrists have been broken. And sometimes it's painful, and I use those wristbands 
as a support for my wrist. Well, I saw some bright colored ones and I bought them. I had no idea at all about the flag of lesbians and homosexuals being bright colored striped flags. But she saw those wristbands and she said, do these mean that you support homosexuals and lesbians? Or she said gays and lesbians, but I never say the word gay. I call them homosexuals. And I said, I don't think so. It shocked me so badly I couldn't figure out why she was relating my tennis wristbands to being homosexual and lesbian. Later, after she left, I looked it up and found that the homosexual lesbian flag is bright stripes, bright rainbow color stripes. I threw those wristbands away. I don't want any part of this. And I sent her this scripture. Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28 shows the thinking of God concerning homosexuals and lesbians. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. Verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. No, I do not support homosexuals or lesbians or adulterers or adulteresses or abortion people. If they call themselves a Christian and do these things, as this woman was a Catholic, I will simply give them the Bible, especially if I'm led by God to do this. If they turn from their sin and turn to the Bible, and God gives them a heart to repent and acknowledge the sin, certainly we accept them. But that would have to happen before I would think of accepting them. And also, I would want to see some evidence that they really have turned to God. If they have evidence that they have heard from God and followed the Spirit of God, then I will believe that they are born again. There are just far too many people today at the end time who are the apostate church. They put themselves into the church by their own will without hearing from God and being convicted of sin. Now in 1 Corinthians 3, we have this information. For other foundation can no man lay 
then that is laid, which is Jesus Christ, the word of God. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If a man's work abide, which he hath built thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. This is a serious matter, for we will all appear at the judgment seat of Christ to receive that which we have done on this earth, whether it be good or bad. That is in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. We must build our house on the doctrines of Christ as written in the New Testament Bible. There are so many scriptures that churches today do not teach and they do the opposite to these scriptures. Matthew 5.32 is one of them. Jesus said, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. And yet churches all over the place are telling men it's okay to marry a divorced woman. They're telling the divorced woman it's okay for her to remarry. And they are marrying these people there in their own churches doing the thing that's opposite to the scriptures. You can't stay in a church like that because it's Antichrist. It's one of the end-time apostasy churches who have fallen away from scripture. I've heard so many older people say, things are so watered down at church. They didn't used to be like this. And basically, they are confessing that they've changed the doctrines at their churches. And they're approving things today which they would not have approved in the earlier days. That's the end-time apostasy. Paul said in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, the day of the Lord will not come except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed. The falling away, God said to me, are not people falling away from going to church. It's the churches falling away from Scripture, changing the doctrine, the apostate end-time church. Here are some scriptures where you can tell whether or not the church you're attending is one of those apostate churches. Start with the Matthew 5.32. But I, Jesus, say unto you that whosoever 
shall divorce his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. There was a man in our church group several years ago. I found out that he had filed papers with the courts divorcing his wife. I called him immediately and said, Is your wife committing fornication? And he thought it over, and then he said, No. And I said, Well, according to Matthew 5.32, the only scriptural reason for you to be able to divorce your wife is if she is unfaithful. He apparently read that scripture after I talked to him and withdrew the divorce proceedings against her. If we encourage a divorced woman to remarry and approve it, we go against several scriptures in the New Testament Bible. 1 Corinthians seven ten and 11. And unto the married I command, says Paul, yet not I, but the Lord. This is a commandment of the Lord. Let not the wife depart from her husband, but, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. 1 Corinthians 7, verse 39, The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will only in the Lord. Another Christian. Romans 7, 2 and 3. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Mark chapter 10, Jesus said, verse 11 and 12, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And a woman that shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. Now concerning this subject, at the time of sexual intercourse, the two become one flesh. Paul said, even if you have sex with an harlot, this is the case. The two become one flesh. Paul says that in First. Corinthians 6, verse 15 through 18. So, how do you separate one flesh? See, the divorce proceedings in the secular courts, when they issue a divorce, that is never mentioned. At the time of sexual intercourse, you become one flesh with this person. How do you separate that? And who God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Mark chapter 10. 
There are many things that are violated in the churches concerning the subject of divorce and remarriage. Don't be a part of the sin, for you will lose reward in heaven if you approve them and wish them well. Another situation where if you wish somebody well, you will lose reward in heaven if they go out and commit sin. I believe the election situations like that. If you sanction one of the people running for election and that person goes out and commits sin, I believe you lose reward in heaven. Let's look once again at what Apostle John says in Second John, starting at verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house. Neither bid him God speed. Don't wish him well. For he that biddeth him God speed is partaker of his evil deeds. And we will lose reward in heaven if we do that. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.